everyone. Thanks for tuning in to So Fast, So Furious, the ultimate Fast and Furious podcast. Dominic Toretto lives his life a quarter mile at a time, so we are watching the entire Fast and Furious franchise a quarter hour at a time. I'm Zach Bassetta. Are you sure? Because you sound like a completely different person. <laughs> do I? You do sound a little, yeah, it's weird. Are you getting over a little cold? Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm just getting over it, but I can talk. I might I might just sound weird doing it. It is, it is funny because I was like, you do sound different, but but Vroom Vroom brought it up. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is, my, this is my Vin Diesel voice. So I can do my try, try to do a Vin Diesel before we get started. It was all part of the plan. <laughs> you sound like a cartoon, <laughs> like a baby, like with a with a cigar. You sound like of mice and men. <laughs> like like what's it from Roger Which Rabbit? Which way did he go? Herman? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you sound like baby <laughs> Introduce yourself. Okay. Well, I am Vito Lapicola. And I'm Anthony Ray Bench. Vroom vroom bitches. Yeah. Hashtag it. Yeah. Hashtag vroom, vroom, bitch. make money. Hashtag baby Herman for mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. Make money for me, not make money for you. Oh yeah, we all like, go. We got to. that shit yeah. copyrighted. Mm-hmm. Like no. TMCR vroom vroom yeah. bitches. Yeah, I'd buy that shirt. Maybe we should make one. Dude, yeah, I've been like, saying that since I came up with the shit. We need a shit. Teespring or T Public, whatever those. W- we'll figure it out. We need are. the bad tuna. I'm sure we'd mm-hmm. get sued by Neil Moritz or someone. You know, he's got bigger problems going on. That's around. true. <laughs> That's true. Um, did you guys notice there was more uh, news yeah. uh, this do you week? Wanna, do you want to mention it? Yeah, I thought it was really cool. So uh, Slash Film and a lot of the film sites and stuff were mentioning that Michelle Rodriguez is coming back for Fast and Furious Nine, which had been up in the air. Apparently, yeah, it'd been up in the air. But apparently, it was because she was she felt that females had been very misrepresented or underrepresented. She's been harping about series. that for years. Yeah, and mm. so basically, for the first time in the franchise's history. History, uh, Fast Nine is going to have a co-writer, at least because I'm assuming Chris Morgan is still, you know, co-writing the thing, the the script. But it's going to have a female writer who's going to help flesh out Mia oh, and and Letty and stuff like that. So, and because of this, she said, "Yeah, I'll come back." So it'll be kind of like uh, the first Halloween, where John Carpenter wrote the movie and Deborah Hill wrote all the girl dialogue. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And and what's interesting is too is uh, I just read some reactions online, mostly favorable. There was there were a couple of people. One one dude, of course, was like, "Look, I'm here for the cars and for Dom and Brian." And now that Brian's gone, fuck Letty. She's not the draw Thanks. of the movie. But the good thing was there were like three or four male fans who were like, "I love Letty." Yeah. So great. I, you know what I mean. And of course, everybody who listens to the show knows I'm a Letty fan. So which is, like, I mean, I'm glad have to find out how to bring her back from the dead first. That's well, she's real. always mm. coming back from the dead so in some ways spoilers <laughs> but we are at the tail end of fast five we finally got to the end anthony survived looks like we made it okay. so this, this one isn't my favorite i think the first one is still my favorite mm-hmm. but this one is probably my third favorite well it's like uh, no go on sorry but like the i i was on board with this movie mm-hmm. until uh-oh you fell overboard. <laughs> like to me, like it feels like you said we were man doing this. overboard, man <laughs> overboard. You said we were doing this uh, particular movie for like two months now. Like yeah, that whole planning scene like felt like two months. <laughs> like for me, it yeah. sort of really did. It, I it, think yeah. it's because we were watching it obviously in the fifteen minute chunks though. Mm-hmm. Because when you're watching it through, it's a little more organic. You yeah, know what I mean, and you know, I, I do go back and watch all of them like in an actual like you know. Uh, normal way Fully, of viewing yeah yeah but um it 
I, I really liked this this 15 minutes. I thought it was really neat and, and well done. And I think watching, the, especially this last half hour, it goes to show how a really great third act can excuse yes. a lot of stuff. Yeah, we were yeah. talking about yeah. that. Well, that's, that's the thing. I, I, I genuinely believe that. Right now, as we are recording this episode, Game of Thrones is 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 wrapping up, yep, last and uh, fans have been up in arms about the the last few episodes and just really decrying it. And it is really important to have a great ending. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was that was what Jerry Seinfeld had said when he stopped doing Seinfeld the the sitcom. Mm-hmm. They'd offered him like four million an episode or something. They offered him this, Dave Chappelle. Money. It was this crazy. I mean, it was a crazy amount for a sitcom star, and he basically said. No, I want to end on a high note. Now it did not the final, end on a high well, no, note. Yeah. No, but here's the thing: the show it was the most watched uh, series finale after Mash, mm-hmm. so it had a huge. And yes, one could argue that the show itself, the final episode, wasn't Many very good. Can argue that, but that final season was pretty good. And I mean, mm-hmm. it at least ended when it, while at the height of its popularity instead of, instead of people it hating it. And so the end as in all things, is very important. And so mm-hmm. the middle might have sagged for you, but that last 45 minutes is pretty fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah definitely. And um, it, watching it all the way through, you wouldn't feel it as much. Yeah, yeah. You, you have a, a different appreciation. Like, I, I appreciated um, Fast and Furious a little bit more watching it, like, from mm-hmm. start to finish. Uh, too fast, I'm not even going to try that shit. I'm sorry. <laughs> what if you watch it again and you're like, it's fucking brilliant. It's <laughs> brilliant. Wrong. I'm, the only way I'm going to watch that movie ever again is like if you strap me to like a clockwork orange chair. Like, <laughs> Zach, yeah. get the rope, Zach. We having a hoedown. But then, from then means. on, you know, you'd be sick anytime you you watch Fast and Furious. That wouldn't work. Oh, just that. If one, we're maybe. basing it off a of clockwork orange, yeah. anyway. Anyways, um, gotta get a bit of the old ultra violence. That's right. In and out. <laughs> me droogs. <laughs> If no, if anyone doesn't know uh, vernacular from Clockwork Orange, they're like, "What's going Welcome on?" Welcome to the Clockwork Orange <laughs> podcast. So we're in the middle of the big final act. The big heist has started. All Brian, the planning is paying off. That's right. Dom's plan is going uh, according to plan, I suppose. All part of the plan. <laughs> and uh, Brian and Dom are dragging Reyes's vault of money through the streets of busy downtown Rio, Rio de Janeiro. As as we said last week, the sequences pretty freaking thrilling mm-hmm. i do have to say though they killed a lot of motherfuckers in this scene very likely they don't they never show you in movies like the collateral damage but holy shit Which they, is they had to have four, killed kind of did hundreds of people remember in this scene. there's the part in the the los angeles race in part four where you right. do see like pedestrians like yeah. being taken out and it's like yeah that would have happened here it's, it's funny it, because did you guys see a good day to die hard no, I refuse. It's it's the worst of the Die Hard franchise, but I remember watching it where Bruce Willis like runs up to an innocent Russian guy. He's not one of the villains. The guy's like, I'm just driving. Punches him out, steals his Hummer, and proceeds to ride over the tops of like a line of cars on the highway, presumably killing like all of these innocent Russian civilians to get to the bad guys. And I was like, it's true that the American is always the bad guy. And that's a, like, he that killed more people than Willis. he was saving. Yeah. And was. it's like, it's like in this scene, they don't show you, but I mean, people have to be getting cut presume. in half and like people, cause there's no way you're going to get there through that without do, do they want you to presume like that? I mean, I, it's not explicit. I mean, you don't have to think about it. I, I mean, I think like a lot of people were. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm gonna go back to Man of Steel, but I, I think a lot of people were trying to justify like the. I love Man of Steel, Anthony. Yeah, you do. It's the best movie I'm I've the ever best seen. Ever. <laughs> um, 
but like a lot of people were trying to like basically explain like the destruction and the chaos is like oh those buildings were empty it's like no no there's no way those buildings would be empty like yeah it's a busy business day you have in to the middle mention of the that week. in the film for some reason you have to be like oh well, this whole project see, is being well, worked on my, was... my theory is they weren't going to mention that in the sequel until people started like complaining complaining yeah. about it but anyways back to this this franchise um they kind of hinted on it like back in um fast and furious about like you know yeah, these this race, this audition or whatever is going to take place like on the streets. Like people are going to, you know, like we aren't clearing off the streets and mm-hmm. whatnot. After rewatching that movie, I would have loved to see like you know like them like watch like a news clip or something like that where it's like you know like twenty dead and it's like <laughs> yeah like you yeah know, oops am I going too far? Like that would have been a great character moment. I think I think it's one of those situations because remember in speed where they were driving right. and she, the, the woman with the baby yes. cart steps out and she goes, Oh my God, I killed a baby. Yeah. And they have to have that moment where Keanu it was just looks cans. back. It was, He's just like, cans. it was only cans. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, Oh, like they Thank always goodness. go out of their way to put that into a movie to show you that the hero hasn't killed anybody. Mm-hmm. Oh no. He's hit those guys. You know, the guys walking across the street with the, with the sheets of glass, but only the glass got mm-hmm. hit in this they're killing cops yeah. and stuff. I mean, there are cars Not that are just getting cops, like. decimated. So, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Is you could presume there are some civilian casualties. People mm-hmm. died in that bank. Yeah. The, like, the last 15 minutes. They fucking had to. Have. Mm-hmm. You know there was somebody in the office, you know, calculating something about a loan and fucking just... Yeah. People are dying in the sequence, which just makes it really dark if you think about there's it. There's no way to, like, mention that without making the good guys look like absolute monsters. That's why they have to hide it. Yeah. You know what I mean? But but you have to presume that people are dying. I mean, these are let's let's not forget they're criminals. You know what I mean? They're criminals that we like because they're the people that we're watching mm-hmm. in the movie, but in real life, you'd be like, what a fucking monster. These yeah. people just drove through an entire city and mm-hmm. and decimated people. Well, right, Mia you know? knows. Mia knows that people are dying because she's watching on her magic computer satellite system. Big smile on her face. <laughs> oh, right. I know. She's into it. <laughs> what, what was that line in the the last 15 minutes? Like, uh, Did you guys just take out a bank? Yes. Yeah. yeah. She's like, I'm hearing a lot of chatter here. Did you guys just take out a bank? <laughs> well, she tells Brian here to, to take the, the alley on his left. I'm, I'm sorry. She she delivers that line as like somebody surprised brought her like cookies. Oh, like, the bank did bank. you guys just bring me cookies? <laughs> My favorite sugar cookies with green sprinkles. Well, you know, she's used to this sort of stuff by this point. You know, That's she's true. just like it's part of she's, the job. Her brother's a fucking career criminal. That's right. Who's wanted by the law, by Johnny Law. She, she they do what they want, all right? That's right. Yeah. It's no trip to It's Cleveland. all part of the plan. Well, uh, Brian takes a, a left and Dom takes a right, leaving the trailing cops to crash right into the vault. So now there's this weird kind of sequence where Dom is basically behind the vault, driving backwards and like sort of pushing it, and Brian is, is pulling it. But then Brian slams on the brakes, taking out a couple more cops, and for some reason switches with Dom. So now Brian is driving backwards, and Dom is driving yeah. forwards. It gets a little convoluted at this point, but yeah, still cool. But I did, it looks cool as hell. It does look yeah, cool. Yeah, it is cool. And there was something that I noted this time around, because there's such a big... 
there's a large amount of police cars behind them. I realized why they had to paint the cars black for the sequence. Yes, you can see that they're connected to the uh, to the bank vault, mm-hmm. but it's so we can identify as the audience yeah. who the good guys and who the bad guys are, so Makes to speak. Sense. You know what I mean? So you can tell. It would have been difference. nice if there was an in movie reason. Yeah. yeah, but that does. Make but sense. It, but it makes sense because it okay, wouldn't fit. look as right. you know you like that sequence wouldn't look as cool if it were two normal looking police yeah. cars. Yeah. So you have to trick them out so you can tell who's who in the scene for and sure. how they're manipulating. And it the, kind uh, of the references the the black civics from the first film you know that they all use to do their heists that's true yeah yeah um brian does some sweet car maneuvers and 180s himself around so he's back up front with dom mia warns them of another group of cops coming up behind them so brian tells dom to go wide which apparently means we each go on either side of a bus terminal and fucking take it out with the tow cables. Right, right. <laughs> that was bizarre. Like light uh, uh, telephone poles or not, but uh, light poles are being yeah, they're severed some shit and over. falling onto cop cars. And Just think about, again, how we talked many episodes ago about living in the favela and how you're like, these white people keep coming in and just like trashing the place. <laughs> yeah. Like how horrible would it be to wake up and be like, the city's fucking destroyed because these assholes wanted to steal the drug dealer's money. Uh-huh. And they also cut to Brian, and he kind of chuckles. Yeah, all Brian, this violence Brian's he's like, bringing on. Well, he's a bit these deranged. These are terrible people. Yeah. <laughs> terrible. A, he is a bit deranged in these like, movies, he, if you really think about it. Yeah. Him and me are going to raise a serial well, You know, I, I do right. have a theory about that, though. You have to show the hero doing that because if he's like, oh, fuck, we just took out children, like, you're going to hate these people. So he has to laugh mm-hmm. so the audience but, can go, that's funny. I, I would argue like okay argue away i i get that these are silly action movies but it would be interesting for like him to like have a moment of clarity where he's just like holy shit like what have i done what have i done like you know people we gotta are take dead. a pit stop did you, did you ever read the miracle man comics by alan moore like one of his early works from the a early 80s time ago. there's there's a sequence when miracle man first you know, comes back, he realizes that he's the the thing. And the supervillain picks up a baby and throws the baby. It's like this like five year old kid. He catches the child and flies him back to the the mom. And he's like, I uh I managed to catch him, but I I think a few of his ribs are broken. I'm sorry. And she's like, You fucking monster as he flies off. And I was like, Wow, that's realistic. If you catch someone flying through the air, yeah, you're gonna have mm-hmm. those consequences. But honestly, I do feel it's weird because normally I, I would 100% agree with you. I like to see the consequences, but these movies aren't meant to be. It's already two hours long. Well, but but they're, so also, they're also not meant to yeah. be these like these metaphysical looks at like the darkness behind being a, a career criminal. It's You're supposed to be rooting for these people, mm-hmm. and it's all about the car chases and stuff. For sure. So they ha- kind of have to make it a little lighter. Dude, look at Star Wars, all the fucking untold damage the rebels do. and the, You know what I mean? They're killing hundreds of millions of people in these movies. They killed a space station full of space contractors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they blew up an entire planet, you know? Yeah. Like, I mean, there's all kinds of stuff they do in these movies where you're like, that's mass genocide. You guys are all Hitlers. And it's like, yay, Rebel Alliance. Well, I don't want to get into a whole Star know, Wars anyway. thing, but I mean, they are defeating a, a, a machine that's going around killing planets over and over. Yeah, yeah. So, you know. I know, I'm just saying, you know. They're the greater good. So you're saying you can't make an omelet without breaking a few eggs. right, without breaking a few stormtrooper helmets. All right. Luckily, the streets are now devoid of other vehicles, so at least other cars aren't getting uh, destroyed, which is somehow the least believable thing in this entire sequence, that there aren't cars in downtown Rio. Right. (laughs) I just go with it. There's never anybody on the streets. (laughs) It's It's a national holiday, I guess. Right. But yet people are at the bank, so. Yeah. I've seen Black Narcissus. We know that the uh, that Rio's a party town. Mm-hmm. There's millions of people in the streets. 
listening to music and dancing all know, the time. Right, exactly. But today was yeah, it's Sunday. Well, there are more cops following through and they and they start shooting. Brian gets his back window taken out with a shotgun. Him and Dom are swinging the vault around, taking out several parked vehicles. And I really hope that the Brazilian auto insurance covers acts of Dom and Brian because <laughs> that would be they're going to cash in. <laughs> There's all these people calling there for right? the premiums. On my, I'm sorry, but your 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 insurance doesn't cover acts of Dumb fucking him. criminals. You know? right. yeah. Sorry. Was Vin Diesel involved? Uh, hey, sorry. it's your fault for being poor and born in the favela <laughs> and having a, a ruthless drug lord mm-hmm. get his money having stolen. Having the temerity to buy yourself a vehicle in Rio. Right. What's your How problem? dare you? How very dare you? Well, and come. this is... Uh, Vito's favorite part, I think. The cop with the shotgun Dude. pulls up to Dom, seemingly about to take him out when another cop car slams into him, this dun, one being dun, dun, driven dun. by Han. Dude, and this is totally, speaking of Star Wars, I as I was watching this, I was like, that's totally the Han Solo moment from the original Star Wars, mm-hmm. where Luke is being, you know, there's even the shot of Luke, uh, he's, dry, he's flying, and then he kind of looks, and you see Darth Vader's you know, uh, Black TIE fighter, fighter behind yeah. him, and he's like, I've got you now. And right I as he's you about now. to. Yeah, oh, yeah, thank you. <laughs> and then uh, he's right about to fire, and then Han swoops in, you got this kid, go. You know, you got, you know, I'm misquoting the movie. But anyway, that's the exact same sequence. He's just about to get fired upon when suddenly he gets hit, and it's Han to the rescue. And I was mm-hmm. like, that's a direct homage to a new hope. You're all clear, kid, and let's blow this yeah. thing and go home. That's right. Yeah, and that's pretty much what they do without saying it. Mm-hmm. So if you're rewatching, this movie note that the Han you know moment Han is, is a Han, a Han solo what, moment yeah. which was, is fucking awesome was this something you picked up on like during this viewing or like something it was it was during this viewing it okay. was here's the weird thing is because after I had watched these movies and I was looking some stuff up online I remember seeing that they called him Han Solo mm-hmm. you know and I was like oh I wonder if they did if his character is supposed to be the Han Solo of the show, mm-hmm. and then I noticed that there are parallels to him. He's the, he's sort of laconic. He's he's the guy who's always kind of like yeah. He's always kind of like very laid back and like has these like witty acerbic things he says. Fast ship. Does this make Giselle Fast for you? Hang on though. Does this make Giselle the Chewbacca of the franchise? <laughs> Well, I no one no one uh, can understand what she says. So, oh, <laughs> and, I'm kidding, and I'm and kidding. she doesn't oh, shave. If you know what I'm just kidding. And she just turned off this episode. <laughs> yeah, I was in. She's like, she's like, I was going to. I love your show, <laughs> and I was about to do your show, but fuck you guys. No, I do not do yeah. your show. <laughs> Hell hath no fury like a like a Wookiee scorned. You That's guys. Right. Roman is with Han, also driving a separate cop car. He slams into one of the real cops and says, license and registration, please, which made me laugh because no one can hear him but himself. It's like a Pauly Shore yeah. movie. Like, Whoa, buddy, license lines. and registration, please. We're going to do it. Buddy. Yeah, it's totally like... <laughs> But he's you know he's what, just amusing himself. I, I was going to say, that's, a crowd I one. love that's the right. idea that he amuses himself. I, mm-hmm. That's what I think is so fun about his character. Mm-hmm. It's like, no matter what, he's always having fun. And who can't take a little lesson from that? You know what it, I mean? Okay. So from what I know about this character, like I, I know him from the second movie, which I would say he's vastly different. Yeah. He's um, way but different. Not different yes. enough that you're like, whoa, this is a totally different character. But I think he's portray or done better he's a little right. more mature better. and yeah. we'll, we'll get to this part specifically but like he talks a big game but then when compared to other people like he slinks back like he realizes maybe i'm not like tough like oh, top shit yeah. well, you he, do he notice that he 
Han does it first. Yeah. And then he comes in and he has to do it too. Right. He's yeah. he's always trying to like pre- one up someone. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And this is very very clear in the uh, the Universal Studios ride. Oh, interesting. Like just which we will be covering sometime soon. Yeah. I think it technically takes place after six. Okay. The ride. Okay. Yeah. Before Jason Statham, but after Luke Evans. Is is Han in the in the ride? No. Okay. Good to know. Mia tells them that they've carved out about ten a ten second window, again with the ten seconds. And I thought that was interesting. You know, ten second car and all that. Yeah. Yeah. However, the cops are replaced by Reyes and his goons. Reyes is riding with Zizi in one of his vehicles. So they're on their tail now, too. The chase goes into this uh, long two-lane bridge. Reyes seems to think they have them trapped now. That was an odd thing yeah, to say. Yeah, where did that come from? Like, they're on the bridge. They can't outrun well, yeah, well, I mean, Is there a blockade on I the other good, side? I was just about yeah. to ask that. You then did, show you don't that. establish that there are people on well, the other side blocking they, the but bridge. They, but they're able to escape later. You know, I mean... Yeah. So it was a weird comment. I, I think it was just the overly cocky villain... You know, and, trying to convince yeah. himself that that he's going to get his money, and for the the suspense for the viewers, I think like, yeah. oh shit, they're really in for it now. You know, um, it, that that would have been implied. <laughs> like, yeah, I know, but you, you gotta some some people need to be spoon fed, Anthony. D- well, when when he said that line, you do expect like you know there to be a reason that he thinks that, whether it be sure. cars coming, they can't the outrun us on or, the bridge. I know. I remember thinking, why can't they outrun you on the bridge? Yeah. Like it's a straight shot. I know. It's not like there's you if know. If they're able to zigzag through the fucking city, yeah, <laughs> straight away should be fine. Yeah, you figure they're gonna get away. And yeah. even towing the uh, the giant vault, like mm-hmm. they're still going pretty fast. Like, mm-hmm. I you know what though too? Yeah, they're going so fast. You've got to think if they both slam their brakes on, that would take them out. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, you know what I mean? Because right. the momentum. So of like the vault. This I I do think the sequence is really cool in showing it how masterful they are at driving mm-hmm. because you know they they're can able take to manipulate out. the vault in certain yeah. ways to take out. Cop yeah, they're cars using it as a weapon, yeah. which is really neat. More cops show up, and Brian tells Dom, "There's too many. We're not going to make it." And I know uh, for, uh, they've they've fucking gotten away for 20 minutes now yeah, that suddenly now they're fucked. But, but did it, Dom account for this? I think Zach? he did. How really? did he account for it? Well, Dom has a great his response is <laughs> you're right. We're not. You are. Dun, dun, dun. Which I thought was super cool. Mia overhears this and begs them to leave the vault. Don't do it, Dom. It's not worth it. I'm making up more lines. Yeah, All yeah, those yeah. people died. <laughs> That's <for> right. Nothing. <laughs> That's right. So Mia's like doesn't abandoned want ship. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Abort the mission. Uh, Dom tells Brian he's a father now and he needs to make it. Brian tells Dom to stick with the plan, and Dom says this was always the plan. Whoa! What? He thought so he about it all it. that Guess way. He was going to sacrifice himself. Well, no. Here's the weird thing. So, are you telling me? That in addition to all of the stuff that he anticipated, including the invisible cars last time, mm-hmm. that he also anticipated that Hobbs was going to show up, arrest them. They were going to get ambushed, escape, and then have to make a desperate dash into the building to steal the vault mm-hmm. all at once and get the fuck out of there. That was all part of the plan and that they would end up on this bridge <laughs> being pursued by the I'm cops. Right where I want to be. <laughs> That's like Dom is psychic, dude. They should hire Dom to kill Superman. Like it's advanced nonsense. Fucking, you know, Lex Luthor isn't this fucking smart. You know know. what I mean? That's right. He is brilliant. Dom has like this, like, uh, like 
a tick where he's just like everything is a part of the plan. Just <laughs> he can't like, help himself. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's like Tom, I'm pregnant. It was all part of the plan. Oh, shit. That wasn't part of the plan. <laughs> Tom, I brought everybody tacos. I know. It was all part, it was of, all the plan. part of the plan. Wait, we forgot the sour cream. Exactly. Plan. Plan. <laughs> knew it was going to happen, guys. I and knew he it. raises up a, a bottle of uh, sour cream. He's like, got it right here. I knew he's, you'd forget. He's totally. Uh, he's a brand star. You can't phase what him. If, what yeah, if Dom exactly. Brand Stark. I was going to say, he's like the Dr. Manhattan of the Fast and the Furious universe. It is 1985. Dude, My father would, is driving 75 miles an hour and he gets hit into the wall. He would be an awesome Dr. Manhattan. Like He'd be a very interesting show. Manhattan. Mm-hmm. As long as I don't have to see, you know, Blue Wiener in a live action film. You've already seen Blue Wiener. Have yeah. I? Just flopping You saw around. it all over in the Watchmen film from 2009. Oh, I'd forgotten. And, and you know what's Smurfs, weird? The Smurfs porn parody. If I was... I haven't seen the Smurfs porn parody. You know that's a thing. Are we there? Are you there yet, Papa Smurf? No, I'm not there yet, Pokey. I smurfed all over your Smurf. (laughs) Oh no. The uh, no. The weird thing about Doctor Manhattan in the 2009 movie is like, if I were godlike, I would have given myself such a tiny statue of David penis. Like his dick is so small. You're like, don't want to make it like. Give yourself like a fucking horse cock. John Holmes. I'd have that thing fucking hanging like snuffle up against floating behind me to make everyone around me uncomfortable. Guys, confirmed. There is a Smurfs porn parody. It exists. Oh, this Smurf. ain't Smurfs. That's not even a clever. Uh, oh, I gotta tell you, I know why they do that. They have to do that for copyright reasons. Yep. Because if you go, this ain't Batman. You can call. You can have Batman on the title, mm. even though. But you still should come up with a clever. So, porn so, pun. so, so they basically right. started doing like this ain't Batman triple X. This ain't Fast and the Furious. Oh, you're taking so you can, all the creativity. No, out of but porn you know what titles. I mean. You're yeah. I know exactly. <laughs> Oh well, but yeah. um, I, I will say this: it is confirmed they did color the dongs. In it. Well, I mean, you gotta, I, I saw a picture. I didn't want to show you detail. guys the picture, but I appreciate the that. blue dongs instead of blue balls for a change. Am I right? Well, guys? blue balls. Too. Oh, they have blue oh, balls yeah. too. Okay. Everything's it's blue. all blue. Thing. Well, Mia tells Dom <laughs> to cut loose, but he but instead Dom cuts Brian's cable. I guess he has control over both cables. He's got yeah, a little yeah, con- yeah. remote control. It's all there. part of the plan. It's all part of the plan. Yeah. Um, yeah, because Brian's when he upset. when he blows the thing, and you see Brian's cable come loose. Mm-hmm. Brian's like, "What?" You know, yeah. he has this reaction, like, "What?" Very upset also. About this. Don't you tend to think if you were that would have fucked Brian's driving up really bad, him not knowing because you're pulling this insanely that uh, that thing had to weigh ten thousand, twenty thousand pounds, whatever it was. Well, you just it's, be lighter all of a sudden. No, I know, but he's going at full speed, and suddenly mm-hmm. it goes, bring it pops off. He'd be like, ah, he would have crashed. Yeah. Physics but, don't uh, matter in that's this true, thing. but they do because he's about to use physics against his enemies. Oh, I, uh, I'll get to that part. No gravity, so physics, no consequences. Physics doesn't matter until physics, physics matters, does matter. Right. He is sort of the Doctor Manhattan of the series, if you think. Think about how he's, he's Doctor Manhattan. He's, he's Batman. Doctor Bat-Hatton. He's Bat-Hatton. <laughs> Dom he's, Hatton. Yeah, I was gonna say Dom. He's dear. listening to this right now, and he's like, "You guys have inspired me to go nude for the rest of the series." Oh God! No, Dom, don't do it. Reyes and ZZ, along with several other vehicles, are headed straight for Dom. So he revs up and turns on his Nas canister, ready for business. Was very happy to see Dude, Nas here. Nice shot of the Nas. That's I right. screamed out Nas, and he has three cans of it. You guys, three yes. canisters of Nas. He turns that on, and he does his now obligatory wheelie. Dude, and those blue flames that pop out the cool. back are yeah. dope as fuck. That was pretty neat. It's that, so fucking cool. Is that uh, based on any sort of reality? I have no idea, but it's awesome. <laughs> All uh, I know is blue flames are hotter. Than I was just gonna say, yeah, you know, they burn hotter. There, I think, yeah, I think the implication is like he's fucking pushing it 
to the, to you know the what I mean? Limit. Yeah. Take it to the limit one more time. <laughs> little Scarface soundtrack reference. Let me show you to my little Nas. <laughs> Dom takes out cop car after cop car. Hey, that was ball. such a bad quote to let me show you to my little Nas. Let me introduce you to my, fuck it, keep moving. What happens next? <laughs> well, Dom is, is using physics to take all uh, cop cars left that and is, right. That is, dude, this part in particular reminded me of a, like this would have been great to adapt as a video game oh, you know like sure a sequence about it. yeah a sequence in a in a fast and the furious video mm-hmm. game where he where you have to like manip- use physics to manipulate the uh you're using it like a wrecking ball yeah basically yeah, exactly. and you're like taking out all the bad guys mm-hmm. i thought the sequence was fucking awesome and again it shows you that he's a master of his domain he is he's the best behind fucking, the wheel knows yeah. what he's doing yeah he knows his fucking shit when it comes to driving Reyes tells ZZ to, to kill him now. So ZZ gets on the radio and tells another guy to kill him now. And there's a really cool shot of this Gatlin gun coming out of a sunroof of one of the cars. I love the sound. Yeah, it's very like Robocop. Yeah. Very cool. Oh, by the way, Dom, but he takes out, he beheads a group of cops, At which least is crazy. One. At least using one. Using like the tow cable, yeah. it just goes tring and it cuts. It takes off like It the... like slices the top half of a car mm-hmm. off, but those heads got to be rolling. Yeah, made it a yeah. convertible. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. <laughs> Um, Dom, ever resourceful, does another 180 and uses the vault to take out the gunner. ZZ breaks just in time to uh, be uh, to avoid being taken out as well. Dude, this sequence, it's really cut fast, mm-hmm. but man. Okay, so again, we always talk about like master filmmaking and like action sequences and stuff. This sequence is fucking amazing mm-hmm. because, yeah, ZZ breaks just in time and you see the vault just barely go over the, I mean, it's so fast. So it goes over his car and smashes into the guy with the gun. Mm -hmm. And then you see like the, I guess the tow cable becomes taut or whatever. And it yanks Dom's car. He jumps out and he jumps out of the car right as it goes boing and pops into the air. It's so cool. Yeah. I'd love, I've said this before. I want to see Justin Lin. I really wish they hadn't had done Die Hard six with, uh, I wish they hadn't done Die What's, Hard Six. I know, I know, but but, but what was who's five. the director? Uh, who did four? It's uh, he did the Underworld movies, Len, but it, I'm forgetting his name right now. No, no, Len Wiseman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like I think Len Wiseman's a serviceable director, but God, they should have given. I wish five had been done by John Woo, and I wish six had been done by Joss, Justin Lin. I think they could have really finished off the Die Hard movies in a great way. Mm-hmm. Justin Lin would make an amazing. I don't know. Die Hard with a Vengeance was three. That was John McTiernan. So McTiernan did one and three. Ronnie Harlan did two. Four was Len Wiseman and five was Noam Murrow, I think. He was a guy who'd done Halo commercials and they were like, let's give him a Die Hard movie and he ruined the franchise. Unfortunately, well, there, he also he did the second script, 300 but... movie, I think, which is mm. again, it's like stop fucking up franchises, man. Go back to the commercials. Wait, 300 fucked it, <laughs> itself yeah. up. I enjoy the first 300 for what it is. Well, as you mentioned, uh, John Dom jumps out just in time before his car is launched right into Reyes' vehicle. Dude, ZZ makes so it out. Fucking cool. Yeah, yeah. Well, I love, I love when you see it coming because again i've always pointed out movies like when the villain knows that their end is there Mm -hmm. you have to show it if you don't show it it's not as satisfying if you don't show it i think it's poor screenwriting there was do you guys you guys both watch game of thrones right we keep bringing this i don't know if we're okay so this is spoiler no this is this is like several seasons ago okay uh this is so if you haven't watched game of thrones i'm caught up but like when listeners out there yeah. yeah so please 
skip ahead a, a minute or so. But when well, Arya, it's going to come out like after. No, but this no, is this is several a couple of seasons ago mm-hmm. when Arya takes out like the Walder Frey uh, mm-hmm. guy mm-hmm. and she feeds him his own sons and everything like that. Like she says to him. I wanted to let you know that she basically, in essence, says, "I needed to let you know that you ate your own sons, and who did this to you? It was it was a it was a Stark. You should have never left one wolf alive." And she reveals the mask and then kills him. It's more satisfying than if she would have just killed him and he didn't know why he was dying. Yes, and so there's that moment where, as the car is flying towards Reyes, you get this great shot of the actor going. Aah! I as regret the, everything. As, as the car smashes him, and it's it's I I'm not a violent person, but it's so satisfying to see it just go crash into him as he's screaming because yes. like he's an asshole and he's a monster, and now he's gotten his comeuppance. Absolutely. End of rant. <laughs> ZZ staggers to his feet, right raises his gun and prepares to shoot Dom, but ZZ is shot himself by Brian. Yes. Who uh, I, I mean, I thought you said ZZ has shot himself. I was like, was it a suicide? <laughs> no. No, I got it. Yeah. Uh, but Brian has returned. You don't really yes. see the car, and so I was kind of like, "Did he walk back?" You know, they, you <laughs> see it stealthy, later. But you know what I mean? I guess he's checking in on his boy. Brian's favorite pastime is shooting minorities in order to oh, yeah. save to Dom's save other, life. Yeah, minority. But Dom's a minority, so it's okay. <laughs> say well, okay. Yeah. Say so. <laughs> if Dom was another white guy, we'd be like, "This is a racist motherfucker." That's right. That's yeah. right. Uh, or a '90s movie. <laughs> right, right. right. Also true. Luckily, the next people Jesus. to show up are Hobbs and Elena. Reyes crawls out of his car. I know. I was like, car. nice of Hobbs and Elena to show up after after everything, everything else, is finished. Yeah. You couldn't have helped out with them no fucking help getting away. The You're in a bulletproof fucking car. You well, could have. We didn't really see how they escaped from uh, the police station. So I mean, that maybe that might have taken up some time. Yeah, that's they were true. like you know covering them. That, yeah, that's true. Shoot. But it's, you know, again, it's like Elena, she's like such a good actress. And it's like, hey, by the way, she's also here. You mm-hmm. know, you're like, give them something to do. Well, this is the best part for me. The best Hobbs part in the whole movie. Reyes crawls out of his crashed car. And as Hobbs walks by, Reyes begs for help. Hobbs doesn't even look at him Does and just shoots him down. twice. Yeah. Fucking. And he goes, that's for my team, yeah. you son of, a bitch. son of a bitch. I know. That is like, that That was another fist pump moment in the theater. The audience just fucking lost it. Yeah. Like, yeah. you didn't have to say anything. Just like, pop, you didn't have to worth my time. He, yeah, because that's something... Uh, that I've always found very strange in movies. I call it the pink Cadillac syndrome. So there's a movie that, that uh, Clint Eastwood did called pink Cadillac, right? Mm -hmm. He's obviously in a pink, it's a stolen car and there's a bad guy that's pursuing him through the movie. There's a scene where uh, Clint Eastwood has a chance to kill the villain. And he goes, you better kill me, you son of a bitch. Cause if you don't, I'm going to come back and I'm going to kill everyone you love. And Clint lets him go. And the guy shows up, at the end of the movie and ends up killing someone on, Clint and they have to kill snow. So, so, and there's a scene in Batman and Robin where like, uh, Robin has a chance to stomp on uh two faces hand and kill him or no, uh, really? Batman forever. And, uh, he has a chance to kill him and he goes, no, I'm going to let you live. And it's like, that guy killed your family. So like you, you look at scenes like that where you're there like a in lot real of problems life. with that. Movie. Well, no, but I mean, you look at things in real life where you're like, just kill the bat. Like this guy's right. obviously a villain. Don't let him beg. Don't let him talk to you. Just fucking pop him. Move on. Don't give him. And a that chance. was why I was like, I love that moment because he ain't it, even listening. Yeah, you know what I mean. With expectations. Yeah, know? because yeah. you think you think he's gonna he's go. A good no, guy. He's you're gonna walls. you're going to jail and you're gonna serve. And you know that that guy wouldn't go to jail because he's a fucking criminal mastermind. He'd be out in a he day. He's the judge already or whoever. Yeah, yeah. So like one of my favorite examples of this convention is. Um, 
in the first episode of Firefly. The Joss I still Whedon. haven't seen that, but go ahead okay. and spoil it. I, I I do plan on watching it so, someday, like this, twenty years after eh, it ended. It's fine. I, I love it. <laughs> this is the scene that like made me buy into it. Yeah. Um. The, so like basically, and I don't remember the character's names. It's been years since I've watched it, rewatched it. Um. But like, there's this like standoff, mm-hmm. and it's like like you know that the the bad guy is going to give a whole monologue about what he wants, you know, how he's going to escape and everything, and uh, Captain Mal Reynolds. Like is walking like up the ramp of the ship, and you're like, okay, like there's gonna be a scene where you know, like you know, let the girl go, like you mm-hmm, know, mm-hmm. all right, all right, like that sort of thing, and he just like pulls out his gun, and just shoots him in the head, like doesn't say a word, and just walks nice. onto his ship, nice. like I That's love awesome. that kind of stuff where yeah. it's like you're, you know, you expect the good guy to show mercy to the bad guy. Yeah. It's like no, like, but sometimes they don't fucking deserve it. Yeah, you know what I mean. And I'm gonna reference another ep- thing. Just like that, there's a point in Prison Break where uh, William Finkner's character has this guy cornered, this guy who had killed his son, mm-hmm. and uh, you know he's got him like next to a, a dock, like where there's a big ocean or whatever, and he's got his hands tied up, and the guy's like, uh, "Well, let me just tell you this," and Finkner just kicks him in the chest, and he's like, doesn't give him the chance to say whatever he's going to say, that's just awesome. kills him. Yeah, yeah. I love well, that let stuff. me just tell you, yeah, that's what, great. Like, what know, a- that's because we all, I mean, I think in a weird way, because in real life we can't get revenge, mm-hmm. and so yeah. many fucking monsters you read about, not not to get too deep, but all these like weird pedos and stuff, like they get away with shit, and the, the judge is like, let him go. You know, it's like, what? You want to mm-hmm. see those people get their fucking justice, mm-hmm. and so seeing it in a movie is very satisfying because unfortunately we can't get it in real life. One version of this, like. Like, uh, kind of uh, trope that I hate mm-hmm. is where you know like the bad guy is like you're not gonna kill me you're the yeah. good guy mm-hmm. I'm yeah. the bad mm-hmm. guy you know like the whole like Batman like playing to the, the yeah. whole you know this is rules you. Yeah. yeah yeah and think then, about it think about it you help the city and yeah. then the guy like shoots him and yeah. like, you know says you were wrong or you know yeah. whatever stupid like one liner like I hate that I hate totally. that so much well and and the reverse same situation mm-hmm. is where the bad guy's like come on kill me you know you want to I destroyed your family I took your Bible you know whatever and the guy's like no you're gonna you know you're you're going to prison I want my Bible back both of those sequences <laughs> that's yeah exactly exactly you tell me where the Bible is and I'll go home go. and write that movie Zach <laughs> <laughs> that's why that's why I also I think it's called book. Of Eli. To, yeah. <laughs> it's called what? Book of, Book of Eli. Eli. Dude, I love that movie. It's a great movie. Um, I, th- another thing, too, that I love, uh, my buddy Milo introduced his two kids to Arnold Schwarzenegger movies. Mm-hmm. One's one's 13 and one's 10. And uh, his daughter, the 10-year-old, is so like into Schwarzenegger now. She like loves him. And she was like, Uncle Vito, you should have seen it. He took this guy and he said to him, remember when I told you I was going to kill you last? I lied. See, and he dropped perfect. him. And dude, yeah. I thought it was so cute that she loved that sequence. Yeah. But she was so... But like I love what those moments. From? from Commando. Commando yeah. no. Remember when I promised I'd kill you last? Yeah, yeah, you did. I lied. And, I and he drops him. Yeah. That's so That's fucking good. Fucking great. Like, great revenge is good, but I think, is what we're... Uh, as audience members, like, we're trained to have certain expectations about how these confrontations yeah. are going to yeah. go down. Yeah. And it's awesome when, you know, you don't expect that. When you see yeah. them twisted right. or, or played with in a different way. And this is the perfect example of it. Totally. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. I, I loved this. this yeah, was Justin Lin's amazing. fucking awesome, dude. Yeah. Yeah, and again, I think just this whole last half hour is fucking amazing. Uh, Hobbs, sweating profusely as usual, <laughs> tells Brian and I wonder Dom, if he has like a person a with a little spritzer with oil <laughs> in it. Spritz me. Last look. Spritz Wait, me. Wait, cut, cut, everybody. Uh, we need to spritz I'm not uh, the rock. Enough. He yeah. creates his own humidity. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> 
the most electrifying and sweaty man. <laughs> the um, sweat conducts. That's, that's how right. he beats people. He shocks them into submission. Also, liked, uh, he tells Brian and Dom that he isn't letting them go. I'm not made that way, he says, which is kind of a rib on Brian from the first film because, yeah. you know, he lets Dom go. It's not explicit, but... D- Brian kind of looks uh, that down was a like really, he, yeah, that's good because, yeah, I never noticed that. Thank you for pointing that out. That's You're pretty welcome. cool. Yeah. Because <laughs> he looks right at Brian. When yeah. He says and, it. and Don, or Brian almost kind of looks like, not embarrassed. I don't know. He kind of looks down. It's, he gives this kind of weird look like she gets it. Like yeah. he's sheepish. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's a okay. good word. For I'm going to have to rewatch that part. That's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, where are we here? But Hobbs, sorry, go on. The, this is leading into another cliche that I cannot stand. But oh, I want to know what, what it going. is. Hobbs tells them they've earned themselves a 24-hour That's head start. That's the cliche. <laughs> Fuck that cliche. I and the money so stays. Much. That's right. I hate it. Well, but again, you need a reason why they can get away. I, I find it believable enough here. Uh, but I know what you mean. It's well. Here's the thing. Because they've established that he is not There's some that Brian. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, because they've established that he isn't Brian. If he says, I, I can't let you guys get away, and they do the old, well, we're going to get in the car, I guess you're just going to have to shoot us, and they drive off, and he's like, ah, oh, damn it. That's kind of cliche, too. In so. the first movie, doesn't Brian say, like, I'm going to give you a head start or something like that? No, gosh, fuck, I don't remember. I don't I, think I'm he pre- says any. Does he say something? No, he basically he just holds up the keys, and yeah, he's he like, what's that for? He goes, they're going to be here soon kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, get out of here. Yeah, get okay, out of here. Okay, so maybe not explicitly saying that, like, I'm coming after you, but, like... No, yeah, I don't think so. He's so, just kind of like, get on out of yeah, here. Yeah, why are you being high and mighty about, you know, like, that's not the way I do it, and then still giving him the window of opportunity, right, right. which, you know, uh, sure. considering is probably more vast than what Brian could end up... But I would argue... I I think it goes back. We we talk about, like, the samurai code and, like, the westerns and things like that. That's what I was going to say. There's this, like, sort of unspoken man code thing where it's like... He knows they have morals. They, to a yeah, they've saved. They saved his life after his team got got killed. He saw that they were taking down a villain. He knows that they weren't. Well, I don't know if he's really been proven to or not that they didn't kill the the, the DEA, DEA agents. agents. But I mean, I think there's that unspoken camaraderie of war kind of thing. Takes where takes their word for it at this point. Yeah, like, you know why what I mean? they lie about it. I, yeah, I, I get that. I understand that. But my frustration with this, aside from the whole. <laughs> so riled up over this. I, I'm, I'm irritated. <laughs> Aside from the whole 24 hours, like, head start thing that is so cliched at this point, mm-hmm. my irritation is the fact that he does do that little jab at Brian as if, like, I'm better than you, mm-hmm. but I'm going to do the exact same thing but slightly that you different. did <laughs> right. and make it a point, like, that I'm not like you. It's just, well, they got to do something for the next movie. He's uh, like, I'm letting you go, but I'm, I'm still coming. I'm still coming I'm still for looking you. Because I'm a bulldog and I do my job. And I always get my man. But you know what? Like, go. He, they yeah. they could have done something where he's like, he's like the overly the masculine may... mango from SNL. No, don't leave. <laughs> no, don't. Here's what <sighs> happens: the, the bridge between them breaks, so he can't reach him. Oh god, something that's even like that. Worse. Yeah, that's even <laughs> something worse. like that. No, at no, least there's no. a physical reason. I guess. Right. Or like the other team members like show up with guns and they're just like you know oh, I'll god. get you next time. Can I like, can I say that would have been horribly cliche if the if the vault would have been in between at, them and it would have broken and he would have been like, well guys, now there's no money, you know, blah blah blah, and they're like, see you soon and drive off. And then of I'm, course it cuts to the little reveal that they give you anyway. At this point, we're just trading cliches. One. I'm for not another. sure there's a non-cliché yeah, yeah. way to well, get. That's what out I'm of this saying. Situation. That, well, that that's actually my argument is like that kind of 
I don't, you know, I mean, Here, we're, here's all, we're all right, right? So, like, if you think about it, there isn't any real logical way, because it's been written to this point, mm-hmm. there's no real logical way to, to get them away at this point other than the honor system. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I here Here's how I would have written it. All right, we did the thing. High five. You go that way, I go this way. No one says anything. Yeah, yep. no one's the yep. wiser. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there you go. But yeah, that makes sense. You go that well. Well, but then again, I, anyway, we've talked about this far too long. Um, the point no, we is, haven't. <laughs> we, we've got another hour. No. We're only at the well, I was just going to say, it's like, but even if he does that, he's, it's still kind of the same thing. You know? I don't know. But, or, but at my, that point, he's not saying he's coming yeah, for them, My basically. frustration is the, basically calling the shot. Like, I'm going to do this, even though I'm not this type of person, which I've already, it's just, yeah. No, that makes sense. I hear you. You're not better than Brian. You're basically the new Brian. Yeah. Well, he's the new Dom. Oh. Isn't he? I guess he's the new Hobbs, really. He's Domian. He's Dom and Brian. Domish. Yeah, there you go. Put together as one strange hybrid man who sweats profusely and always gets his man. Stop sweating. He needs some antiperspirant. Another excellent exchange here. Hobbs tells Dom he'll see him soon. Dom says, No, you won't. Yeah. But he's got this great facial plan. expression. His, 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 dude, okay, so we were talking about this while we were watching the 15 minutes today. I've I've always been a big fan of, we, and, and again, I say this every episode, we kind of give Vin Diesel a little bit of shit, but he's a very good actor. And this movie shows that he's a very good actor. I mean, there's a reason why Steven Spielberg hired him to be in Saving Private Ryan. He's and a gave him his, fuck. Yeah, he gave him his, his really big break and stuff like that. It's because he's a really solid actor. I think it's a little bit like how Brad Pitt, I always say that Brad Pitt is a, he's a character actor trapped in the body of a leading man. Because when Brad Pitt isn't presented as the suave, cool dude, mm-hmm. and they let him go off the rails, he's fucking brilliant, man. He's one of the best parts of True Romance, and he's got, yeah. like, what, 10 Yeah, lines? don't True fucking romance. condescend mm-hmm. me, man. I'll fuck kill you, man. Yeah, he's amazing in that movie, and it's because he's not playing the pretty boy. Mm-hmm. And I think that Vin he's Diesel... the couch door. Is, <laughs> right. Vin Diesel is, like, the guy that has the Schwarzenegger body, right? So, so you expect him to be, like, the, the kind of, like, 80s action hero type, but he can actually fucking act... I could argue that Schwarzenegger can act too. There are times where oh, absolutely. he's he's incredible. Well, but sometimes um, he does fit that archetype, like as the eighties, yeah. like one liner delivering mm-hmm. and stuff. But I think yeah. that he's, but he's great at delivering. As far as him like like being a Schwarzenegger type, I think he's more of a emotive facially than than Schwarzenegger. He gets yeah. a lot across with his facial expressions. He does. And yeah. his his body, like uh his um his What's the word? Body language? Or? Body language, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, just, he... Yeah. He carries himself, like, in a way that... Yeah, it's it's interesting, because, you know, you look at Paul Walker, who I love in this series. Yeah, yeah. But I, don't, I wouldn't say he has those great acting moments that Vin seems to have. Yeah. And, I mean, you can point to, like, some better than others, maybe, but I don't know. I mean, like, I think they're, they're great together, but from an acting standpoint, I think Vin just stands out. Yeah, he's pretty great. Yeah. yeah. You, like, their relationship is, like, Vin Diesel is the cool, like, dude that mm-hmm. everybody likes at school. Yeah, yeah. And Paul Walker is, like, kind of Vin Diesel's, like, less cooler friend. He's the little dog that's running around him. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. He's the hype man, basically. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a damn good, yeah. Makes I could sense. see that, yeah. yeah. Um, yep, they're, yep. they're best friends, yep, but like, yep, from yep, an outside. Yep, 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 yep. 
from an outsider perspective, you're like, why are they friends? <laughs> I know, right? Well, because of their their massive backstory. Yeah. You know, you have to start from the beginning. To and understand. their 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 unerring love for one another. That's like, right. Even yeah. before their massive backstories, it's like, why why did Brian do what he did at the end of the first one? Well, maybe we would have found out in Rob Cohen's version of the sequel. That's true. Oh well, in another wonder, timeline, dude. I wonder if they wrote if Rob Cohen had a sequel written written I and if it. it's available. That'd be interesting, but I mean, because if it is, why, we why could do a live reading of it somewhere oh, at a con. Cool. I, I would love to have Cohen back on the show and and ask him about that because he was very transparent. He was very oh, like, yeah, ask me whatever, great. like you know, I'm not going to bullshit you guys. So I would love to like you know be like, did you have ideas for like a trilogy? Like you know, what were what were these characters going to be like? Mm-hmm. You know, in your idea of the next, you know, totally. Because honestly, like the first one is still my favorite because it nailed the character, mm-hmm. like the, the character development so well. Aside from the ending, which I still have issues with, mm-hmm. but it was a personal story. It's very grounded, it especially is. compared to the yeah. other movies. Yeah, and I mean, he was doing research in order to make it as realistic as possible with you mm-hmm. know basically infiltrating the illegal street racing community. Right, and and there wasn't a. a franchise at that point to kind of support like oh everyone's gonna love it i mean like they were just making it trying Mm -hmm. to make the best movie they could Mm -hmm. um so brian and dom take off in brian's car which is kind of just behind them and hobbs goes to open the vault he doesn't have to use a handprint or key code i was gonna say i was gonna say it just opens and i was like why wasn't that shit flapping about when they were tumbling in you know (laughs) exactly i guess he turns the wheel so maybe the you know little tumbler how horrible would that have been if if uh spoiler the money had been in there and they hit it like the first pylon when it rolled the money just went oops just shot out everywhere fuck screwed our decoy giselle we're gonna need you to come around and clean that up for us while we run (laughs) off yeah he opens it up and it's empty i didn't mean wait a minute i have to i have to Go back. Uh-huh. I didn't mean that Giselle was there to clean up like a. I, I didn't oh mean it. No, 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 no. I was thinking that. I thought, I was thinking no, that. because I thought about that. I was like, everybody's gonna think I meant it. And like she was she's, wearing shoes. No, but what I'm saying is, is like you know, they're they're saying, hey, gather sure, sure. the money while we yes, run. Exactly. Sorry, they mean to be a sexist pig, and I ended up being a sexist pig. <laughs> Only after it, you explained it. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's your it's your one per episode. Thanks. <laughs> you sure do kidding. got good tuna, Mia. <laughs> Sorry, oh my God. And at this point, Stop. we flash back to a part of the chase where the part where Mia tells them they have a 10 second window. Yeah. Uh, because at the time, they don't really do anything with that 10 second window, but you don't notice it because they just go on to the next you thing. You know what was really awesome mm-hmm. is is he, I did notice the garbage truck after having yeah. watched it. And it was like, it's, it's in one the of the same shots honking. and it honks. Yeah. It goes brr, brr, as mm-hmm. they go by. You think it's because they've shot by it. Exactly. And, and the driver is pissed. But as we find out, it was all part of the plan. That's right. Because um, turns out they had gone under a bridge where Tago, Omar, and Gal Gadot are in a garbage truck. Dom and Brian drive the real vault into the back of the garbage truck while Tago and Don Omar hook up a decoy vault, which they have under a, under a sheet. Yeah, the, well, and the all decoy this vault. the 10 second window. Yeah, it was, it was I know. They could now, have, they could did have they done it a little. they practice this? For a well, week. Here's, but here, here's the other thing too, though, is that you do notice this was set up because Tej got that other vault to practice on. So that's yeah, the well, one that they left. Exactly. Yeah. So true. I mean, that was set up that in the movie clever. that they had a second, a second vault. Yeah. So and, and, kinda, and I mean, I don't know. I don't think that it's easy to guess where they were going. I mean, maybe there's someone out there that called it but i mean like they don't give themselves away you know and yet it's still once it is revealed is very believable yeah 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 it's pretty dope actually i dug it yeah 
Um, they Kaiser Soze that shit. Sure That's did. like the total moment in the movie where Chaz Palminteri is like, you know, thinking about the giant Kobayashi and all that stuff. And he's like, son of a bitch. Yeah. yeah. Stop that guy. You know, and he <laughs> runs out and he's gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's pretty amazing. Uh, and I, and I like this part too. Uh, Hobbs, he's looking at the decoy vault and he kind of starts to laugh. Like he's very impressed that they were able to pull off this whole thing. He's not pissed. He's just like, uh, I was like, guys. what the fuck are you laughing yeah. at Hobbs? You just got fucking played. You're fired. Come well, Monday, you get back it. to the you office. Know, he, You're they fucking were able to fired. get one over on him, and he's like, yeah. "Man, they they pulled one on me. That's pretty yeah, good." Yeah. So I dug it. Did you like it, Anthony? That's fine. Cut to get your microphone. Cut up to there. it was fine, That's Zach. Better. That's better. Can you guys imagine Hobbs going back and getting fired, and then on Monday he's working at like Planet Fitness? Don't drop the weights, guys. <laughs> no, no, no. Here's what: if, if if someone tried to fire Hobbs, Hobbs would be like, "No, I'm not." <laughs> He just You're go gonna to work. fucking fire me. Shoots the guy in the face. <laughs> I'm, I'm the later. acting. He's still uh, working the case, and they aren't paying. <laughs> that's right. I'm the acting supervisor now. Anybody got a problem with that? No, sir. He's working the the case out of a Starbucks. <laughs> I'm gonna catch him <laughs> in a tight. He's wearing a tight Izod, sweating profusely. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, sir, would you like us to turn the air conditioning up? Although it's like, and he's got like the beautiful mind type, uh, you know, <laughs> <laughs> notes up on his wall, like connecting to this and that. And, why aren't we uh, writing a movie away. together? Nobody gets away from Get fucking Get out the final Hobbs. draft. Nobody gets right. away from Hobbs. That's nobody, right. nobody. <laughs> Sir, should we ask him to leave? Now he's here every day. He just sits in the corner mumbling to himself. <laughs> and getting, he's too getting refills yeah. on his cafe no Americano. <laughs> Sweating profusely exactly. even though it's 30 degrees in here. <laughs> Why are you so hot? <laughs> Back at the warehouse, uh, Tej has the vault hooked up to a computer, you know, pri- probably trying to break the, the code. And then he gets a laminate with Reyes' handprint on it onto the panel. And he's kind of like, please, please, please. I love, I love how they reference that earlier scene where he yes. goes, this vault is like a woman. Like, you know, she's going to, you can give her everything. You can buy her dinner and give her money and everything, but she's still ain't going to open up for you. So he's got that moment where he's like, please, baby, please, please. Yeah, boop, boop. Don't be mean. Yeah, don't be mean. And everyone's reaction when so it opens up, money well, the, falls out. We got we got to point some of the staging here. So mm-hmm. everybody's kind of paired up in these logical weird ways, and there's this very subtle moment because uh, Tago and Don Omar are sitting together on the stairs, and it cuts to Han standing next to Giselle. Mm-hmm. Spoiler, you know what I mean? Like they're well, setting. But they've been no, setting but, that up. The yeah, whole movie. But, but, yeah, but I mean, but it's just very, um, it's very subtle. Well, everyone's you know paired I mean? off. I mean, like Don, Don Omar, and Tago. Hal, uh, Han and Gal, um, and then Brian and me, of course. And then I guess Dom, he, well, he's thinking about Elena, but so he's not with anyone yet. Yeah. And, and Tej, of course. Well, but anyway, yes, I do like how but, but it is. But has... it's super subtle how that's set up. I mean, yes, they, they have set it up, but I mean, staging is very important in the way that, you know, you set up your characters in a scene. Absolutely. And everybody's kind of naturally paired off. It's like good that they thought about this. Blocking symbolism. Yeah, exactly. I dug it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anthony's thinking about Dom it. stands alone. That's right. The cheese. Um, so yeah, some uh, Los Bandoleros type music starts playing. Everyone is happy. Vin Diesel has an, more great facial expressions. Just, He's I pretty the amazing. Last 15 minutes and Teo's reaction, I think, is Don very Omar, realistic. So or Don Omar. Yeah, yeah I get them He's got He's now. got the cards. He's all like fucking his his passion for that. His, his like, holy fuck, there's money in there moment is yeah, really real. And like, and, uh, sorry, go on. I would have loved for the credits to just kick in like right, right as the, it opens. I think that would have been the perfect way to, to end the film. What if it popped? open and fucking 
<laughs> ZZ hopped out. You fucking missed, motherfucker. It's Michelle Rodriguez. Brrr, it's Letty. Brrr, that would be <laughs> fucking hilarious. It's Letty. It's a surprise, motherfucker. Thomas. You so thought I was dead? Hey, Thomas, like, oh, fuck. Where's, where's my fucking money? I Give me back my out. necklace. And she t- pops it off of his neck. Come on, baby. Let's go to the beach. And he's just like, oh, God. Well, but I do like that everyone kind of gets like a little button. Yeah. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, everything yeah. is is sort of tied up. Like we see Rosa carrying little it just Nico. cuts to them. Mm-hmm. Letty pops out. All that stuff happens. And it just cuts to all of them eating shawarma. Like at the end of the Avengers, all like morose. There's no fucking money. They're mm-hmm. eating the fuck and and her kissing Chris all Evans over Dom, is covering his face because he has a beard. <laughs> yes, and Dom has a beard for mm-hmm. some reason. Yeah, it's Letty. <laughs> So we see uh, Rosa carrying uh, Nico, frankly looking in a pretty good mood considering her husband just got killed. See, that I, does she know? Like, I guess it's possible she doesn't know. Do yet. they know it's What a Christmas surprise. It's like, why is all this money here? I know, right? Yeah. Like, she goes into her house. She is pretty happy. Yeah, she's Here's the thing around, I was greeting thinking. the neighbors. She walks in. She's all happy. This fucking huge pile of money's on there, and the thing I kept thinking was, close the door, bitch, you in the favela. <laughs> like, like if the neighbors walk by and see that pile of money, yep. like, she's like, close, yes, the up. first thing I would have done if I saw that money was fucking slam that door. Right, right, right. It's like, well, what they close done, the door. What should have happened is she opens the door, she sees Vince's dead body in there, and Dom's note that just says, can you take care of this? <laughs> I no, no, no. Ho, 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 now I have a gun. <laughs> oh, God. There's yeah. just a post-it note that says, sorry about your husband oh god she's like wait what well, hope this makes up for it <laughs> but instead she's there's like, a note fuck fuck vince i'm rich yeah there's a note instead that says for rosa and nico see you soon uncle dom very very nice. i love i love Do that he see them again it's his family no, no never again not. Yeah. This is why, remember when we had the, the little joke that Nico would fucking get revenge later? He ain't going to get revenge because he's rich now. I love that we have. He doesn't like even know who his dad is. Five or six characters that are going to return in part 10 as the final main villain. Right, right. <laughs> we got Carter Verone. Dude, I still think Carter Verone, man, he it would should. be that so would be amazing awesome. if he fucking shows up. I would like it. I would like And that. they tie him in somehow with everything because, mm-hmm. I mean, they could really tie him in with a lot no, of No, here's what you do you have him, like, suddenly Brian's been killed. And it's and it's Carlos, or it's uh, Carter, and they have to take out Carter as revenge for Brian, because clearly, unfortunately, you can't have Paul involved. In the in the final, do, okay, I do have to ask I don't before think they're ever going to do that. Do you guys think that in the tenth film they will end up like pulling an Avengers move and like killing some of the main cast? I don't you know, know what I mean? Tell because it they are he's Vin Diesel has said the tenth movie is the final one in the in the franchise they're going to do spinoffs and stuff but like what if they do kill dom or they kill you know what i mean like it would be very interesting to to see that i I, think it'd be very emotional i think now after what happened to paul walker like the character of brian is like the sacred cow like they will reference him (laughs) but like we will obviously never see him again i know they've been talking about like having but the problem is that like at the end of the day he really is the main character of this series i mean you could argue dom of course but i think that in some way his character needs some sort of closure i mean we'll get into all that later i think he got all the closure closure in the seventh they gave him all the closure now he's just a reference now he you like i think the the little reference because i've seen the eighth movie Uh i think the reference you know like they did with like you know should we call him up like no like he's you know living his other life and whatnot i think those are going to continue to happen yeah, at least so in the main I. series. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't think they're going to be like, hey, so uh, Brian died. We got to avenge his death. Right. We'll like, see. 
Later in Monaco, we see Tego and Don Omar at a casino. They go to a roulette table, arguing, of course. Stupid bet. Yeah, it was a dumb bet. Stupid bet. When I win here, I'm going to buy you a life of lifetime of antidepressants. I like that too. Yeah. Um, and Tego places his entire ten million on red. Why would you? Uh, yeah, I I was like, why the fuck would you take that I mean, big of a risk? Put half a hundred. Not even half. I could see putting one little chip, whatever hundred thousand dollars. You know what I mean? Like you, why would you? Why, okay, here's the thing. You're fucking bloody rich. Why would you blow it for the chance to be bloody bloody rich? Because like, to take a money, you got that thing. money. I I have a buddy and I won't name him, but he makes pretty good money. He makes about half a million dollars a year. Okay, and he's always blowing his money on these get rich schemes. And I'm like. Just invest your paychecks. You're already rich. Why are you trying to get rich? Like, just put those into bonds and stuff, and your money, and you'll fucking be rich. So someone should. But he's always like getting these Ponzi schemes where he's like, no, no, no. See, it's a pyramid, but I'll be at the top, and then like loses Mm. ten grand. And I'm like, you could have given me that ten grand. I could have made a feature, but you blew it. Like, just put it the fucking bank. Like, you you have ten million dollars. Put it in the bank. Well, Don Omar tries to get Tego. Sorry, not sorry, sorry, friend who shall remain nameless. Yeah, he if doesn't you're know what you're talking about. <laughs> Don Cut Omar to says, "Get a text tomorrow, you fucking asshole." Don Omar says, "You don't put ten million all on red. You put it on black." So he puts his whole, you know, stash on black. They, they should spin they should, the wheel. I think their real names are the stupid twins. That's who they are in this fucking series. <laughs> like, well, like you pointed out during the movie, they spin the wheel. We don't see where the ball lands. My theory is that it landed on the green double zero, and they both lost all their money. And they lost because uh, they're idiots, <laughs> lovable idiots. Uh. They're, they're like the R2-D2 and the C-3PO of these movies. Now they're going to be like hitting up all the other characters like, you know, hey, hey uh, still got any of those millions? You guys, uh, we can't pay our rent. You guys want to go on to another fucking uh, heist? Because uh, br- I'd be like, well, they make all I'd that write money. those bitches off if they that happened. They make all that money with their reggaeton concerts and stuff. You know, they're out there making money. They're I'm fine. sure. Yeah. Because That's as we established, theory. they are the, the real versions of themselves. Yeah, I, I, we established that, though, before we started recording. Right, so, right. so I was noticing while we were watching the credits that the, you know obviously it's their real names in the movie and i was like well, they're, what if they're, they're credited as Lego, uh, leo and santos in the credits even okay, though they're yeah. called don omar and tago in the movie no it's don omar on the credits and tago no, it's not. in this it was no it's not i, I checked you. we can look i mean no, I it, was in, it was in the credits fighting. no it was it because i remember it saying don omar on his name as santos no 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 I'll, we'll watch it again okay. no 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 not to be a dick no, but I'm i, I you specifically I'm telling you that okay. you're about to be proven wrong when well, we rewatch I'm, I, that because fine, as we were watching it, I noticed their names were Tego and Don Omar as those actors. Uh-huh. Okay, right. you're wrong. No, you're not. No, no, no okay. you are. Guys at home, write to <laughs> go, go Zach right and now. tell him that he's fucking wrong. Oh, he's he's look. mentioned as Don Omar in the closing credits of this movie. No, he's not. Okay. He's I'll bet Don you. Omar as Santos. I'll bet you ten million dollars. You got that? Of the the ten million dollars that we won at the end of this movie. No, it's. Uh, I'll bet you a dollar. Sounds good. Okay. Um, He's wrong. I've already won. I'm gonna have two dollars in my pocket at the end of this show. <laughs> I, I can't wait to watch the credits. I, who cares? <laughs> Anthony's had enough. I'll tell you who cares. Every fucking awesome person who listens to this podcast. All Anthony, of our great things. Everybody at home who loves That's right. and cherishes everything that we say and listens to us like we're golden gods. And the two Those of them people in care. That's right. The ones that are gonna buy all our shirts. Yes. Uh, Tej is at a garage somewhere, a very humble garage that he presumably purchased with his millions, 
which makes which makes no sense based on Too Fast, because he's like, oh, finally my yeah, yeah. dream. He had a garage. He had one, like yeah, the, yeah, yeah, the yeah. hottest garage. It was in called Tej's garage. Exactly. Yeah. Maybe he lost it. He had jet skis. Maybe maybe we have maybe maybe there was something after the second film we didn't see where he was like really hemorrhaging money <laughs> and he was like completely faking his lifestyle yeah. and he was dead broke by by a year after that movie and you know in I desperate need, need of <laughs> yeah in desperate need of another heist it was all a fever dream it yeah. wasn't because as we're about to see Monica Fuentes is still real too motherfucker I'm just saying like your, way your to blow theory, it your something happened. Some things happened. Yes. I'll tell you what happened. But all of it. Off not screen. All of it. It's yeah. true. The Jedi, oh, the Sith, some things the dark side and the light. It's true. All of it, Anthony. <laughs> so Roman pulls up and he's in a fancy suit and an expensive car. He's got a sexy lady with him that's dressed like they're going to a club, even though it's the middle of the day. Roman approaches Tej. They hug. Roman looks at his car and tells Tej, there are only four of them in the world and only one in the Western Hemisphere. Yeah. Somehow I'm surprised that Roman knows the word hemisphere. He he also he also pronounces shake correctly. He does. He's like, he's like I, I gave a shake in Abu Dhabi a, uh, a deal an offer yeah, that he couldn't he's refuse. A, a savant. Yeah. yeah. The old uh, godfather uh, yeah. offer he can't refuse. Yeah. Um, so Roman tells Tej to come on. Tej agrees. He says that he'll drive. Roman laughs at this and he says, he points at the jalopy yeah, yeah. that Tej is working gonna on. He's going to drive this drive piece that? of shit. And then, because I guess someone has perfect timing. He's got his, he's got yeah. his bitches on call. And he they hit a drive button. up in the identical same car that Roman has purchased, except yes. Tej has two hot ladies with it. That's right. That psychic nonsense is That's really right. going around. That's right. That's right. That's right. And um, Roman is upset at first, but he gets over it quickly and he tells Tej they can shine together and to get dressed. I love I love the fact that he trusted the own the second car on this hemisphere to these two fucking chicks that he met at a club. Know, I'm like, right? you trust these bitches driving you a fucking rare car? Oh, that's I know you got insurance, but still. And by the way, did he have to shake down another shake, another chic, whatever the word is? Like, yeah. where did Tej get that that's car? That's true. Yeah, you know? he gave See, he gave someone else an offer they couldn't refuse. So. This is the example of what I was talking about with with um, the the Roman character, mm -hmm. where it's like I got this cool thing. Mm -hmm. oh, yeah, well I got this. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, well, because at the end of the day they're still buds, you know. I, I guess, but it is true they always kind of almost uh, emasculate himself or they do. not himself, and they totally but they do almost it the emasculate right. himself all the time. Totally, the, yeah. like I. I I've been on the, the Universal um, Studios attraction mm -hmm. before I saw any of these movies. And, like, seeing the Roman character in Too Fast, Too Furious, I was like, is that the same character? Because they treat him like a geek. I wonder, dude, cut to Fast and the Furious 9. What do you mean I have to wear a dress? Yeah. <laughs> we need you to dress up like the woman and go into the I, bank. I totally see Guys, that Guys, I don't want to put on a dress. You're going to put on the dress. Cut to him in a bow. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. If there's a character that's going to do that kind of shit, it would be that's, Roman. That's totally. actually making me really kind of upset about this series. But but in Too Fast, like, they were honestly trying to set him up as, like, the second, like, coming well, they didn't of Dom. Know, you know, yeah. I, but... There's such a like you know you know change. what that is too. It's Dom coming back and be like, nope, I'm the I'm the, I'm the star. We're gonna yeah. treat you like a fucking bitch now. I think now I, dude, I, you've now made me like totally rethink this because I I actually really love Roman. So like it's kind of fucking making me mad now that they turned him into the bitch. But they have to. You can't write. 
you have to write all the characters in a different way. You know, they all have to have their own personality. And yeah. I think if you make them too, they had to have him stand out somehow. Well, in in Too Fast Too Furious, Roman isn't like Dom, but he's confident. He's got swagger. Like you know, like he's he's obviously like the the alpha. Mm-hmm. Like in the Brian and and Roman dynamic, and now he's like the punchline. He's he's the well, but I think that in Too Fast, you know, you see everything just kind of goes right, you know, and like here we're seeing him not necessarily succeed in the way he wants to. So maybe does that make sense? No, no, no sorry. <laughs> he's, a, he's a beta cuck soy boy or whatever they call him on. Uh, oh, it's always sunny. So Han and model-turned-actress Gal Gadot are speeding along the Autobahn, which is what I wanted them earlier. Her name is Giselle, damn it. In this final final episode of of, of Fast Five, she's Giselle, damn it. Going by the film, she has not been named yet, so I can't call her that. She is Gal Gadot, uh, Gadot, model-turned-actress, and uh, she's sitting in Han's lap as he drives, which, as Anthony pointed out, very dangerous. They're making out. I know. That's what's awesome about it. I love the fact... That she is in his lap on the Autobahn, presumably going about 175 miles an hour, and he has the coolness to flash the person in front of him to let him know he's about to pass <laughs> while he's making out with her. That is why I love I fucking love Hans. He's got turn similar, signal skills. Very similar to, to Dom and Letty in uh, Los Pandoleros. Yeah. That's right. It's a callback, perhaps. Hey, dude, everybody likes driving and making maybe, out. Everybody. Maybe Vin Diesel wrote this scene. Maybe. He's like, I just want to do pick one of the Pick her up by the ass. It was supposed to be him and Gal Gadot. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> and they're like, that doesn't make any sense. We've been yeah. establishing this romance between, you know, you her and, Alina, and the, yeah. yeah. Or Hana, yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. I mean, Han needs a little uh, little action, too. And also, another really cool part, uh, Gal asks Han, where to now? Han says, well, I've never been to Madrid. Gal says, I thought you wanted to go to Tokyo. Han smiles and says, we'll get there. Eventually. But you know what's interesting is that he says it with such promise and sadness. If you go back and watch it, the way he says it is, the it's, yeah, well, hang on, hang on. Well, when we rewatch the credits, mm-hmm. we'll also watch this moment. Like it, he, he genuinely really says it. really want to be wrong twice? There is a. Uh, <laughs> I'm kidding. I may be a broken clock, but uh, they are right twice, right, a, twice day, a day. Yeah. Uh, you're going to be wrong, by the way. Um, we'll see. Until, unless I am wrong and then Anthony re-edits it to make it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> something at the end of the credits but um but he does say it there's 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 definitely um i think it's set up to kind of give you a moment of of almost like sadness because you know where things end up uh, well, i mean if it's I, there I'm, for you I'm it's serious. there i didn't yeah. see it at, at this point like is it established that it's a prequel yes Okay. I mean, not like explicitly. No, no it's not because I mean, they're I, not going out of their way to say. I it, remember I mean, there were a lot of people, reviewers and stuff, who were like, "Why? How did? How is this happening? Why yeah. is this guy still in here and stuff?" So, but I mean, I think people who are fans of the franchise were picking up on that, but because they keep bringing up the Tokyo thing, yeah, But there is a wistfulness it. there. There, there's almost like a. Uh, it's almost like a there's a sadness in there. At least that's what I I saw when I was watching it. And I think I think that was a credit to Justin Lin and to Sung Kang for being like let's let's show you know what I mean. But it's almost as if he knows what's coming, but he's powerless to stop it. Hmm. It's kind of interesting. I that's an interesting any of that. angle. <laughs> well, no, seriously. When it's over, let's watch it again and Absolutely. we'll see. Um, that is effectively our 15 minutes right there, but there's a last little bit here, more of a tag than anything. Breaking um, the rules. I know, but there's not enough really in this That's ending. why I mean, we we're discussed. going to call her Giselle. No. 
Not not until it's mentioned in the movie. So you'll bend, but only when you want to bend. Yeah, Is that right. what you're saying? Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> so very me, combative this this episode. Oh, very Republican sorry. of you. Oh man, that's the worst thing anyone's <laughs> ever said to me. <laughs> Like, my father told me he never loved me. Sure, I could take that. My girlfriend told me I was a loser. Fine. But you tell me I'm a Republican man. Them fighting words. Zach, put the gun down. <laughs> I kill myself. No, that really was the final a... episode. Oh, no. With the gun. No, because if he was, he'd kill other people. Oh. Yikes. Political commentary <laughs> over. So Mia, who is now super pregnant, is walking on a sunny beach with Brian. Waddling. They, waddling to say the least they make their way back up to their little beach house when dom's charger pulls up and he's with elena apparently they're an item now which i know we were talking about but it is kind of i mean you know you know what by the way too i love the way that she's showing so much you know that you get the idea that time has passed and and how much yeah yeah, it's such a, a a very simple way Justin Lin's really good at showing us how time passes and how things go without hitting you over the head. She's, I mean, she's definitely like about to pop. Yeah, she wasn't showing at all. Right, but I mean, you got to, well, I don't know. I'd say she's at least five or six months probably. I mean, I'm as as a man who has no children, I consider myself a baby expert and she's at six months. No, I don't know. I'm just kidding. Sure. But yeah, there's definitely some time has passed, which is a nice little nod. Um, and they all hug when they show up. Brian says, "Nice surprise." You know, didn't know they were coming, so that was cool. Well, and, and, and also Hobbs that pops out. I know. Well, here's here's my question: Is do you think surprise, he said nice surprise that that they showed up, or that he was with Elena? No, I think that they that showed, showed up. up. Yeah. Okay. Um, because they're not like Elena. What do, are you doing? Did here? he? Okay, so if he's just visiting them, are you telling me that he landed and bought a car? No, it's, specifically it's, to it's the charger. No, I know, but I mean, it's it's a charger that he he's fixed up and stuff. So you're telling me that they went to like Monaco or whatever, and he's like, "I'm bringing the car with me." Well, I again, that's a, I don't. That's know, we don't pretty, know that Brian and Maya are in Monaco. They they have right. it. it when I guess Tango maybe they all Leo, live together on the island or wherever it is that they're at. But Han and Gal are in Br- Berlin. Yeah, no, but what I'm saying is, is like, no. So if it's a nice surprise that ha- that that Dom is visiting them, the implication is that they're not, right. you know, together all the time. Right. So he has his car there. So if he's visiting, he had to fly his car in. Is what I'm saying. Oh, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like because he does have the car, so they must live on the island Maybe together or wherever ferried, they're at. Yeah. Ferried over. I mean, you know, it's just it's just kind of you know. Yeah, it was interesting. It's expensive. They're they're blowing that ten million in weird sure ways. Sure are. Well, it's better than the way the the idiot brothers. Yeah, did that's it. true. Unless they won big. Yeah, we don't know. One of them may have. Well, yeah, one of them had to because one of them, by definition, had to have lost. Well, no, but there is the the zero. That's true. The double zero. Yeah, that's true. Which they both are. No, I'm kidding. I love both of them. Uh, they've really grown on me, actually, since Don Omar Larry. standing right behind you. Right oh now. God! <laughs> I'm uh, very disappointed in you. <laughs> Your negativity, man. I know, no. right? Later, uh, Mia and Elena are on the beach. Uh, they're drinking out of some coconuts, and Brian and Dom are watching them from the from the beach, the porch on the beach house. And uh, my question is, when did they work out this Dom Elena thing? Like, did he hit her up a week later? Hey, it's me. Uh, meet me at the whatever. I'm flying you out. Like, sure. they didn't really have a lot of time to interact in this movie, and now they're together. So it's like, I mean, did did he show back up? Like, I'm I want to see that well, as story. As you pointed out after we we're done watching, I mean, like she he knows that she's fucked as far as living in Rio goes. I yeah. mean, like he 
being the nice guy that he is and that you know she's hot and they have a connection i'm gonna fly you out scoop yeah. you up by your ass i know i'm gonna make do love the to you yeah <laughs> he suddenly became schwarzenegger um <laughs> going to pick you up i'm going to make love to you and it's to not a tumor ass. you do a better schwarzenegger than i do and mine's terrible too so <laughs> oh no and mine's really bad no. um yours is tarot you're like the rich little of this podcast if anyone is um dom says that this is the happiest he's ever seen his sister brian says it's because they're free for now anyway last part added by me yes um brian then looks over at dom's charger and says he wants another shot no wagers nobody else just the two of them once and for all and he is really cocky considering he's lost he's 0 and 3 against yeah, Dom. Yeah, no, he's never won. No. This is the Rocky 3 type thing. It is. Again. Dun, dun, dun. You're right. Well, but it is a cool way dun, to end dun, the dun. movie, you know. Yeah. Um that is a very Rocky 3 moment. Well, I liked uh well the 30 years sense. from now they're going to have the movie where the sun comes back, you know. That's right. Brian Brian's Jack kid O'Connor. shows up. He's like, I want that race with Dom <laughs> Jr., you know. I'm gonna fucking win, I swear. They named the kid Jack. Maybe. Yeah, eh, yeah they named him Jack. <laughs> After what? We're getting ahead. Yeah, we're getting well, how do you get a car up when you're working? We'll on find it? out next oh week, God. Anthony, when we begin <laughs> I'm fast kidding, six. I'm um Dom I Dom thought you were serious for no, a no, second. No. <laughs> Dom accepts the challenge, and uh, we go to credits, but there's a mid-credit scene, dun, dun, which I dun, didn't dun, watch dun, dun, the dun, first dun, dun, couple times I watched this. Um, they're at the Diplomatic Se- Security Service headquarters. Dom is doing... Dom. Hobbs is doing some late-night desk Let's work. face it. They're the same man. They basically yeah. are. Although, seeing Hobbs behind a desk was a little weird. I just I like, really? He's it's like, it's like seeming at a, at a fast food yeah, restaurant. Right? Hello, welcome to McBurger's. May I help you? <laughs> He's got the little hat. Do you want... <laughs> they're like, sir, you're acting very rat. intense. All I'm asking is if you want Do sauce you want with that. fries or not? <laughs> Just answer the goddamn question. <laughs> so he's sitting there when all of a sudden a pair of sexy legs and high heels comes walking up, and it's freaking Monica. There I was Fuentes. working in the office when a tall drink of water walked <laughs> That's in. That's right. It was Agent Fuentes. Last seen in Too Fast, Too Furious, That's right. which actually happened. Mm-hmm. Anthony's on. She phone. slapped a file down on my desk. <laughs> Yes, she she presents a file to Hobbs because he she knows that Hobbs loves files. Oh yeah, um, that's his that's his character trait in the movie. <laughs> totally, it is. I'm Dom, always reading Dom's files. all about family. Brian's competitive. Yeah. Mia's a super genius with computers. Tej can open up vaults. Han is super badass at stealth, mm-hmm. and uh, and Hobbs is talker. all about files. Files and sweating. That's Hobbs. Jesus Christ, this guy came in his first week on the job. He rearranged all the files. Everything's alphabetical. Hobbs, you're going places. <laughs> you're going places, I take Luke my Hobbs. file seriously. God damn it. She lays that file on his desk and he says, she says, you got to look at that. Monica, um, he's, he goes, is it Toretto? No, wait, 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 wait. Let me back up. Monica says that at 3 a.m. that morning, a team of uh, drivers hijacked a military convoy. Hobbs asks if it was Toretto. She says no, and he goes, I ain't interested. Yeah, I've never seen somebody actually perk down, but he did. <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. He's like, what? Is it Toretto? He, uh, he literally, it. he perks down. Yeah, yeah. I've never seen that ever. <laughs> That's totally until true. This, until this movie. <laughs> the only job I care about is Toretto. Well, yeah. we, pay you, we pay you for other jobs. Like, you still have to work. <laughs> Look at all these files laying around. I know. You're letting yourself go. Who's going to read and throw all these files? <laughs> He's 
got an assistant who just picks up files. Uh, I'll get that for you, sir. The only job he wants to do is just Toretto. That's it. That's it. The one that got away. Take out the garbage. Is Toretto involved? (laughs) No? Well, I ain't interested. Hobbs has been so depressed since Toretto got away. (laughs) Well, you know, his boss is like, well, maybe you shouldn't have given him a 24-hour fucking window. You had him, you idiot. He didn't tell anyone about that 24-hour window. He he, kept uh, that to himself. Hey, boss, we're going to go get a drink. You want to come? Is Toretto going to be there? Nope. <laughs> I ain't interested. Well, Monica tells him that he is interested and to keep looking at that file. He does, and there's a picture of motherfucking Letty. Dun, 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 she dun, will dun. not die. Monica says, do Dude, you believe in she ghosts? She will not die. That's like her name. In Which the... is something I've been wanting to discuss. She is the ghost who walks. She is Letty. She who will not die. So it brings up the question... Who the fuck did they bury in yep, part four? I, I asked this while we were watching you the did, fourth film. I was like, I, but I didn't want to spoil it too much. But mm-hmm. I was like, what did they bury or who did it they bury? It brings up a big So that now you think back at all the people they've killed in this movie. And then you you have to stop and think, man, maybe they fucking like Poor got Phoenix. some homeless woman. Yeah, they took some homeless woman and they fucking threw her in the body. Like, who got buried? Was there? I don't remember. What when in the flashback in four was there another person in the car with Letty? There not, wasn't. not, not that I remember. Yeah. But here's the other thing: is how they announced it. Even I mean, the FBI and everything were like, "She's dead," you know, yeah. whatever. There had to have been a body, yeah, so know. that's a major plot hole. It really that they, is. That they. Uh, I mean, I guess maybe they didn't know she was coming back. Yeah. No, I know, but I mean, that had to have made these writers sweat bullets because because she is pretty definitively pretty dead, dead yeah. in that film. I mean, they've established that she was in the car and she burned up. Mm-hmm. They checked her dental records. Yeah, you know Which what I mean. Did. I don't know, but I mean, yeah, you but, imagine but they, they had would to go do that through. exactly. Yeah, so whatever the protocol is. So it implies that even she might have been in on putting a fake body in the. I mean, it just gets really dark and makes you really think this crew is fucking shady as shit. I don't care about spoilers, but is it explained? Like, yes. They well, explain well, okay. They survived. Yes, they do explain. Okay. That. But they don't explain the body. Right. Okay. Well, yeah, which it's I a, guess it's at this a major point is kind of a moot point. It's a major hole in the series. Yeah, most people so aren't not thinking like about something it. Something where it's just like, oh, she's alive. I'm just going to take it for what it is. That's pretty much it. Well, okay. well, they get into it a little bit. They I'll show, they the show judge. you, they show you some of the stuff, but I mean, it still doesn't explain who they buried or how the, how everyone thought she was dead. Mm-hmm. When this movie was still in theaters, mm-hmm. I was online reading, like you know, just kind of going down that rabbit hole. And there was an article where it was just like the shocking, like, you know, post credit scene of Fast and the Furious is going to change everything. I got to say, if that would have been pretty cool if I was watching it for the first time in the theater, I would have lost. Oh, dude, see, by the way, the audience did go apeshit when Monica Fuentes appeared. Mm -hmm. They went crazy. Yep. And then when the Letty thing happened, there was a big audible gasp. Oh, this this article had the clip in it. Interesting. And I watched it. So I've seen that clip. And like without context, I was just like, oh, you know, I guess Michelle Rodriguez's character dies at some point, but doesn't really die. That's you why right. I knew it. <laughs> yeah. Like, right. And you guys just would not let me have that. Have you let you officially know it? Yeah. <laughs> we don't want you to spoil it yeah, now for you yourself. Know. But I, I think most people that listen to this show have seen the movies. I know. No, I know, I'm, but it's I'm still. About you. 
it. I knew. <laughs> oh, okay. I knew. I literally saw that clip. Remember. Years ago. We follow the rules until Zach bends them. I'm just fucking with you, Zach. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, but I am glad that we got to wrap all this up because, I mean, I think that everything about this last 15 minutes – is pretty amazing. Plus, yeah, yeah, it was really so well good. done. Oh, and we didn't talk about the credits. Where but oh, it, it did show the. And there, movies. there is something yeah. else too. By the way, is is I had it in my notes. It's like I wonder why they took all this time to reintroduce the Monica Fuentes character, but they don't bring her back from what I remember in the rest of the films. Yeah, you're right. And so they, they I was like, what Monica was the significance? You know, I mean, obviously it's Justin Lin paying homage to those other movies and mm-hmm, stuff, mm-hmm. which is cool because this is the movie that brings all of the characters together. But mm-hmm. I was like, I thought that was a wasted opportunity not to have her involved somehow in the rest of the series. Yeah, I'd agree. You know what I mean? Yeah. She, I think she's a great character and it would have been awesome to give her, she, she's kind of like the side, I, I use the word side piece in a, in a whatever, yeah. but she, she's like the girl who doesn't really get to do a lot. She's always in peril in the in too fast till the end of the movie. And I was like, it'd be great to see her in some action sequences mm-hmm. and and see her kick ass. Well, she's, she's obviously like a, a really yeah, she's like a really badass agent and stuff like that. So That's why it would have been promoted. interesting to see her team up. Spoiler alert with Hobbs or something, you know. In, well, we've in, seen she's already working with him, clearly. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but it makes you wonder did she get promoted because of the Miami job? I'm sure she did. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She did such a good job. I mean, she almost took a bullet. She could have gotten killed. That's right. For crying out loud. That's right. She escaped with her life, even though Anthony is uh, not impressed. But were you impressed with Fast Five? It was, it was pretty, pretty good. Good. I'm glad. I'm glad. Were we gonna? I, I cut you off. Were you gonna say you were? You were. No, I was impressed. Like oh. you were putting <laughs> words in my mouth, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So okay. he's a writer. That's what he does. In your mouth. Here's your dialogue, Anthony. <laughs> say it. No, I, uh, I, I enjoyed this, but again, like it's probably because we were watching it in the way that mm-hmm. you know we're watching it. That planning scene was just hard to get through. Oh, it you mean that so, planning half hour? Yeah, like I. I man, it all it killed it for me. It honestly did. If that scene was shorter, or it could have done been in truncated. a better way, they mm-hmm. could have truncated it a lot. I yeah, think. yeah. This this movie probably would have been like my second favorite. As it stands, I think it's fair. Yeah, I, I think it goes Fast and the Furious, Fast and Furious. Uh, this one, Fast Five, and Too Fast, Too Furious. Yeah. Well, and again, I get because Fast and Furious was so good. It kind of I'm surprised that it gets overlooked. You know, when you kind of have those discussions about the the franchise. It I think that is because it's very it's too similar to the first one. Yeah. In plot, mm-hmm. and then it goes off the rails like later on. Yeah, that's true. Which. Well, well, it's funny that you mention that because the ending to Fast and Furious is so wacky, whereas the ending to Fast Five is great. Yeah. So again, showing how the ending of a movie can really shape your thoughts of it um, afterwards. Yeah. Holy shit, guys. We made it through Fast Five. We made it through Fast Five. Did you have any other thoughts, uh, Vito, before? Uh... No. I, 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 I do agree that in the middle it kind of lags, but I think – the action sequences are so amazing. There's really great character work. For me, it's like an Avengers movie where all the characters come come together. I like this one quite a bit. I like it. I like it a lot more than I did Fast Four, which which was interesting because I thought Fast and Furious was better than it was. Mm-hmm. I liked it, but I think this one kind of blows it away in terms of upping the stakes and bringing everybody together. Absolutely. Um, there are great, there are great character moments in fast and furious, mm-hmm. but I think ultimately it kind of falls flat. 
uh, for me, but this one I really like despite the slow parts. I think it's a pretty good movie. I agree. In, in this one, I like the action parts better than the character. Ooh. Ones. Controversial take from Anthony. Yeah. Usually it's the opposite. That's right. Because I'm more of a dialogue character mm-hmm. development mm-hmm. type guy, less on the action type stuff. But Well, I'm excited to see what you think of Furious 6. Mm. That's the name of the next one. Furious yeah. 6. Is it? Yeah. That's seriously? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not Fast and the Furious 6. No. Yeah, Furious it's weird, six. right? Because they, yeah, they had Fast and Furious, mm-hmm. uh, Fast, five. Fast Five, Furious Six. God, I just got ahead. I think it's Fast and Furious Seven. Yeah, <laughs> so they're all over the place with these uh, names. Yeah. But either way, I'm very excited to get to Six. I, I remember there being a lot of really great parts, and uh, want to see what you think, Anthony. Well, and and Vito board. and I will, will tell you what to think. No, I'm kidding. Oh, whoa! <laughs> you want to know <laughs> what to Republican think? We'll tell you what to I think. I know. Oh man. Well, uh, do we want to do social and... Oh, well, this is weird. On yeah. IMDb, it's listed as Fast and Furious 6. That's uh, strange. Well, there are posters. But it, but it is, the there original title is Furious for, 6. Yeah. There's yeah. posters for Fast and Furious 5, Fast and Furious 4, if you, if you look for yeah. them. Yeah, the original title was Furious 6, but I think they, they retroactively... I don't, I mean, I don't think so. I mean... Maybe, maybe you're right. No, I mean, I'm I'm not arguing with you. I'm just saying that's what. But I mean, again, we know IMDb is not always the most accurate. But uh, that's true. But it does say original title is Furious Six. So I mean, it's not contradicting what you were saying. No, yeah. I just I, think I, it's like a New Hope. How it wasn't known as New Hope right. until they decided to subtitle them mm-hmm. all, and now it's a New Hope. I know. And you tell people that the first movie is called Star Wars. They're like, what are you talking about? Yeah, they're wrong if they argue. Because we're with always us. right. That's right. That's right. And, and you, listener, are also right for listening to this podcast. And we, we thank you for joining us for this long. We hope you'll stick around for the next half of this crazy series. Yeah. Check us out on Twitter at uh, SoFastPodcast. Uh, Instagram at SoFastSoFurious. Uh, send us an email at SoFastSoFuriousPodcast at gmail.com. And download the show on iTunes. Stitcher. Rate, review, Stitcher. Anywhere you listen to podcasts. Yeah. yeah. Write the reviews. Come on. Let's do it. I did notice that we uh, we had a couple of more ratings, but not reviews. Please write some reviews, too. And fives? thank you. Uh, I think we're our rating is now at a 4.5, wow, but it's man. only because we've, of that we've gotten star. all five-star ratings, except for the person that gave us two stars, and that brought us down to 4.5. person who missed the fucking point so, of the show. <laughs> yeah. We still love you if you're you know, listening. You know damn well he's still listening. I don't love him. Well, you've, you've, you've crossed Anthony. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God he can't write a second review oh, or we'd oh, be no. fucked. The, uh, but yeah. And, and while we're, we're doing the plugs, mm-hmm. um, we, we need to mention that we've all been on nerd goat. We've all been on film guff. So well, I, I will not. be on, I will future. be on film guff soon. Yeah. Yes. I, I owe my... those guys a call actually. Okay, we're all going to be on film guff. Yes. At some point. Eventually. Um, we'll get there eventually. But like and, and subscribe and, and review them too because they're, yeah. they're awesome. Yeah. Film Guff's a bunch of great guys. Yeah, very um, good podcast. I did a, a review or a discussion on Dread recently, so be sure to see that when it drops. And I did Avengers, uh, Captain Marvel, and the first one was Out Cold, the Zach Galifianakis comedy from the early 2000s. Oh, wow. Brave yeah. man. Yeah. The only thing I remember for that movie is when they were all in the car and they did the thing the and they, they scream. Yeah, they like they're about to crash and he wakes up and goes, ah. That's Dude, all I remember. If you have no idea what we're talking about, I'll show it to you. It's, it, it's the I'll funniest. I will watch the movie. I will watch the whole thing. Do you remember when Zach Galifianakis had a talk show? 
I did. Yeah, it's between wild, two ferns. Right? Mm-hmm. No, no, no. Oh no, the VH1. He had, uh, he had an actual one. talk yeah. show that was like a legit talk On show. VH1. Well, let's yeah. let's let our listeners go. We're an hour and a half in, and uh, they'll they'll wait around until <laughs> we tell them not they, to they wait around. They quit listening once we got into social. They're done. No That's probably true. <laughs> but if you are still listening, wait a minute. You mean we can say anything? Probably. Queep. Maybe I'm sure somebody heard that. See you next week, guys. That was an actual cleat from Zach. <laughs>